Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, welcome to Life Point. I'm your host, Tom Doherty, and again with Max Buchanan, my associate over at Cloverdale Church of God, and he's going to be with me on the air for several weeks, and hopefully more even in the future. We might do a lot of teaming up together, so get used to hearing him. Mm-hmm. I, I need, I'm getting old and he's young, but on the air today, I have my nephew who uh, is my brother's oldest son, which we talked to my brother yesterday on his 74th birthday, and I have his son, Kevin Doherty, Dr. Kevin Doherty, who is a uh, professor at Baylor University in Waco, Texas, on the line. Kevin, how you doing? I'm doing well. Pleasure to be with you, Tom. Well, great to have you. You know, I was I was telling the people on air yesterday that when Baylor played Boise State, we went to the game over in Arizona, and, and I asked a bunch of cheerleaders there at a table if they knew my nephew, and I told him the name, and they just about went nuts. Oh, he's our favorite professor. We love him. He's <laughs> awesome. You know, so what are you a professor of, anyway? <laughs> uh, I'm, a, I'm a professor in the Department of Sociology, and I teach one of the, the large sections of our Introduction to Sociology course, and so that's that's probably why the cheerleaders you met knew me. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, I hope that's why they knew you. you know? <laughs> They're, uh, but they were so excited. They said, yeah. Well, and I know how creative you are because way back, you know, you helped even my daughter with a with a speech she did for her fifth grade class. She was she was running for Max doesn't know this, so I'm telling him he was running for she was running for president of the middle school, Lake Hazel Middle School, right, and on. she had just moved over there. Nobody knew her. In fact, one of the teachers said, "Well, Tom, don't get your feelings hurt because everybody knows these other kids. They don't know her." Mm-hmm. Well, Kevin helped her with a speech, and and she hit it out of the park, and nice. the teacher told me that she won by a landslide. So oh, she's the go. first she is the first president of fifth grade over there. So anyway, Kevin, I remember that from way back. That was that was. I'm glad I could be helpful. Yeah. yeah. Well, Kevin, what's interesting to me is you have done studies on uh, on church growth and on on major denominational things. Tell us a little bit about some of the studies that you've done. Sure. Yeah, I'm 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 really interested in um, in congregational life in the United States. I, you know, I think it's a not only essential for people to build their faith to be involved with a local congregation, but I actually think uh, congregations are an essential part of American society. Uh, they were in the past, and they are in the present. And so, I I am a trained sociologist that focuses my research on. Um, religious organizations, and most uh, especially um, local congregations, the mm. places where people come, like Cloverdale Church of God, every weekend to to worship and to learn about faith and to gather w- with others to do the same. So I- anything to do with congregations, I'm interested in. Leadership, um, participation, growth, uh, the way that being in a congregation influences how you think and act outside the doors of your faith community. So um, I've I've done research on a wide variety of those of those areas, but the centerpiece of all of my research is the congregation and its role in our lives as individuals and in our society. Well, have you been thinking at all about uh, this? You know, this virus thing. We're now, you know, we haven't had church for a month and a half, and we are 
we are set to maybe open on the 31st of May and and the effect that uh, this is having on people. I mean, we know one thing. Our church has responded phenomenally. I mean, the giving has been, we have met budget both our last two months, which is just amazing to me. But the effect of the people that are staying home, have you thought much about that or... Yeah, I've thought a lot about it. And in fact, I think there's going to be, you'll, we'll see in the coming months and years, quite a bit of attention by journalists and researchers on what the effect of the pandemic has been on congregational life, not only in our society, but globally. Hmm. Um, so, you know, one thing that we do know is that in, in, times of, in times of crisis or stress that people turn to faith. Now, the the interesting thing about the COVID um, virus is uh, people have not been able to r- to rally together to 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 find that solace. So in 9/11, um, for a brief period of time, churches, synagogues, temples, and mosques were gathering places for people to grieve together. In in this scenario, people are having to to, to grieve and and to suffer in isolation. And so, you know, I am very curious to see, once we're able to reopen our doors in our faith communities, um, what happens. Uh, I have a sneaky suspicion that people are going to be so eager for human contact that, that we might see a, at least a temporary increase in average attendance uh, and participation and even maybe rates of, of giving and other forms of involvement. Um, so I, that's one key po- component. This time period that we've experienced, I can tell you, Tom, your your church is um, is unusual compared to a lot of American congregations. Meeting meeting budget expectations, uh, having high rates of participation, not true across across all of our country. And so I think what we've seen in the in the last couple of weeks is this real um, difference between what big churches that have already been providing content um, and delivery online uh, have been able to do, and what m- and where most people go, small congregations, 100 or less, that were not set up in, to be able to do this. And so we've seen this huge, uh, I think, this huge discrepancy between bigger churches being successful and, and many smaller churches really struggling. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, just in the overall, like, grand scheme of things, how throughout, like, you know, the the different decades and stuff, has the church church's role changed in the community? Because, I mean, you know, you drive around and you say you see St. whatever on every hospital and all that kind of stuff. Has the attitude towards the church in the community changed and what the church is doing in the community changed generally? Or has it been the same thing, just repackaged and different? Yeah, that's a great question, Max. No, clearly, I mean, the, there are some common features um, of uh, that congregations and religious life have provided our country um, since its origins until now, but but we are in a different era. Um, you know, rates of church membership are down. Um, although attendance rates are not have not dropped as as rapidly, you know, people are looking for spirituality in in other places outside of organized religious groups. And, and so, you know, that's, that's a reality of where we're at today. Now, I'll tell you, that looks quite different in different parts of our country. Hmm. You know, I'm in Waco, Texas. Texas, um, Louisiana, much of the South, we enjoy much higher rates of religious participation than is true in the states surrounding you, in Oregon and Washington, hmm. um, California. I think I, 
Idaho is is less, um, it still maintains a higher rate of religiosity than than these other surrounding states. But but the role of the congregation it, it has changed. It's not the primary for everyone anymore. It's not the primary place um, where they go to seek religious fulfillment or spiritual growth, but it still is an important place. And so, you know, people think about the, the, major, um, the, the major stepping stones in their life, like um, where, where do I want to get married? Um, when a loved one dies, where do I look for, for you know, um, help, and, and where, would, where do we want to commemorate that person's life? The, the Church and American congregations, it it still plays that role for many people. Mm-hmm. And and so there is this kind of this recognition that that there's an important element that our congregations provide that we can't get anywhere else. We can't get at school. We can't get at the bowling league. We can't get at some other organization or club. But the 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 problem has been for for religious leaders is there's so much competition from these other places. Mm. And so parents now, you know, Sunday they're competing with in some places, well, do I take my child to their soccer, to their youth soccer game, or do I take my child to Sunday school? You know, these are, these are comp- this is a type of competition that, that 50 or 100 years ago didn't exist in our country hmm. because the church had a more prominent role than it does today. And those, the time periods when churches would worship Sunday morning, Wednesday nights, were, were guarded in the weekly calendar in a way that still is true in places like Texas, but far less true in Idaho, Oregon, Washington, and and where you're at. Well said. It is, and that's something that just drives me up a wall is that we have people, I've had many people in the church, oh, our kids, we've got a softball tournament, we got a basketball tournament, we got all this stuff. It's on Sundays all the time. Wednesday nights, it's it's just totally – changed you know i remember kevin uh, bring your dad into the th- we talked to him yesterday i remember years ago he was playing for uh lewiston uh, uh, frank church one of the not frank church dwight church one of the the great coaches of uh, all time in idaho and doug would did did not want to play on sundays or wednesday and he he was a tremendous pitcher in fact many said if he would have played on those days, if he would have played, continued to play baseball, he probably would have been a professional pitcher. He pitched in in college, but uh, of course, we know where God led him to be a pastor. But but he had took a stand. In fact, the coach even said, "Doug, we want you to play. You don't even have to play on Wednesday and Sundays." But he said, "You know what? It's not fair to the other guys." So he stepped out of Legion ball, which you know would have maybe propelled him to the uh, major leagues. But that isn't what God wanted. But I, I, I always think about his stand, you know. Yeah. And, and nowadays, and like you said, here in, in Idaho and in the West, especially, they have everything going on Sundays. Max, I know yeah. you deal with that with your with your students sure. all the time. Yeah, I think yeah. that that's okay. super true. Just like you know, being a youth pastor and kind of seeing how things have kind of gone and everything, it's been crazy to see that Wednesdays and Sundays are just kind of filled. By, um, you know, all that other stuff and not as much, um, you know, set aside on the calendar and stuff. So, yeah, it's been crazy. Well, Kevin, I, I mean, this is fascinating. I, there's more I want to talk to you about this. Uh, would you be uh, willing to join me on my uh, Monday show? Absolutely. Happy to happy to participate anytime that you need me to. Okay. Well, let me uh, let me wind this down and stay on the air, and I'll I'll talk to you for a for a couple minutes and. Uh, this has been Kevin Doherty, uh, the uh, professor over at Baylor University in sociology and, and has done uh, studies on churches and, 
and growth and and the effect, and we want to talk more about that. So, folks, tune in on Monday and uh, hear uh, part two of this with Kevin. Kevin, thank you for joining us today. Happy to be with you. And, Max, good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, folks, Lord bless you. Talk to you soon. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.